0: You're listening to The Sill Podcast. Perspectives on Art and Technology with Peter Noce and Harry Posner. Episode 52. 52 Pickup. A Year of Podcasting. From the brim to the tray. Was a very good year. It's been a year. Can you believe that? It's been a whole damn year. Where's it gone? Where's this year gone? July twenty seventeen, and now it's July
1: twenty eighteen. This is our fifty-second podcast. Hallelujah. Amen. The gods are on our side, clearly. Didn't you say at one the point toast, toast, clinking? Toast, clinking, toast. clinking glasses clink. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say at one point that most podcasts don't last beyond how many episodes?
0: The magic number that I've read time and time again is eight. Eight. Eight.
1: And we're at 52. Uh, we're at 52. So, it says something either about our idiocy. Yes. In carrying on, or uh, that there's something in this of value that we really feel important enough to keep it going. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Um well I certainly feel that way. I'm do not you? sure. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Even if no one was listening, I would probably continue to do this just because I've benefited in many ways from doing this podcast.
1: Mhm. Well, me too. Oh, well tell me. Tell me how you've benefited.
0: Well, it's cathartic for starters. I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot about me. I've learned a lot about us. I've learned a lot about interaction and uh, I also had a reason behind beginning to do this in the first place, so it, it just kind of cemented everything together.
1: Well, what's one thing you learned? Get specific here. One thing I've learned. Get grounded. To let go. Mm. I mean,
0: to let go, to not worry about perfection, to tackle things and not be overly concerned with the end product, more with the process. Uh-huh. Just the developmental part and the honesty part, which is not so easy for me. Not that I'm not honest, but mm-hmm. I'm not a very revelatory individual.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And by doing this podcast, just by the very nature of the fact that we ad lib 90% of it, in fact, we pretty much ad lib all of it, except that we, I say 90% because we do do some preparatory work in terms of preliminary discussions. Yeah. But um, it's been very revealing to me because when I'm speaking, I don't have time to make up
1: answers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, things just bubble up in the spur of the moment for us, it seems to me, in this conversation. But just to uh, cue people in who are listening, what Mm. we're doing in this 50-second episode is we're going to talk about how we actually create the episode. We're going to talk a bit about podcasting and how popular it's become. And we'll talk a bit about the art and technology of the podcast in general and of our podcast in particular. How our podcast is created, we're going to talk about the conversation that we have have every week here in the studio, which is actually an interesting thing in itself. Peter, talk about the nature of this studio, quote-unquote.
0: Well, the studio is, we've got decent mics, which is the most important part. And really all I've done is I've made a more cost-effective adjustment. Instead of putting a lot of uh, the more expensive finishing touches to my walls, I've simply enclosed the area that we speak in with heavy blankets of sorts Mm -hmm. that just absorb some of the reflective sounds and reduce the reverberation so that you get a a cleaner audio signal. That's that's essentially it. It's Um, kind of a
1: soft little hallway that we speak through towards each other mm -hmm. with the mics and lights to light up the inner space Mm -hmm. uh, to give it atmosphere. Yeah,
0: but it's mostly to reduce any kind of um, artifacts on the microphone itself. Really, Mm -hmm. we've done the equivalent of a much more expensive studio has exactly the same effect. Because one of the things with doing podcasts in general is preoccupation for most people who want to begin doing podcasts to focus on the technical aspects. In other words, they want the perfect mic, the perfect situation. Right. The most important part about the podcast is the content and Uh the people speaking and the dialogue and so on. The technical part makes it better improves it, enhances it in terms of the quality. But you can always make adjustments on that. And as I said, the most important part is having a decent mic, but the mic's only as good as the acoustical environment that you put it in. Right. And a lot of people have very expensive mics, but they don't treat the room Mm. uh, for reverberation. So if they're putting a mic in front of a lot of hard surfaces, for example, you're going to get a lot of Undo noise and reflections and so on that make it sound like you're in a cave as opposed to a normal sounding studio.
1: Right, and on the content side of things, uh, we came up with this idea of talking about art and technology in relation to every issue that we discuss, Mm -hmm. and which is a fortuitous thing. And that's why we're at our fifty-second episode and continuing because no matter what issue that we decide to talk about. There's art in it and there's technology in it quite naturally.
0: Which, though, is not quite fortuitous because for me it was by design because when I met you, you being one of many artist types that I dealt with, either from a technical side or a teaching side, I was drawn to our differences in that we both have reasonably similar inclinations in some areas but are very different than others. You were the more obvious artistic side, and I was the more obvious technical side. The truth is, though, we both kind of cross over, Mm -hmm. because I got into technology because of the arts. Um, Technology is just a means to an end for me. I really love the arts in general, and I love communicating with and and being involved with artists, Mm -hmm. and that allowed me that sort of entry. It was also a lot of it came from the birth of my granddaughter, which I failed to mention in the beginning, which is a very important part of my podcasting, or the reasons behind doing it. Mm -hmm. And I won't get into all the details why. Suffice to say that, like the birth of my son, the birth of my granddaughter was another pivotal moment in my life that kind of led me in this direction because of my desire to communicate
1: certain things without getting in people's faces. And this allows me that. But also, it's a legacy for the next generation, too. I mean, what we're doing here is being recorded... How long these recordings, so to speak, will last is a very good question. It depends, mm-hmm. on the, I guess, on the evolution of technology. Yes. And or whether how, anyone is interested in listening to it. Yeah, and the evolution of podcasting itself, yes, etc. So, yeah, uh, very interesting. And for me, it was more a chance to engage in conversations about important issues and ideas mm-hmm. that maybe don't get talked about enough. Exactly. To bring different angles on those uh, topics and try to create some thoughtful dialogue. Right. Yes, absolutely. So uh, let's talk to people about how an episode comes together. How do we evolve an episode?
0: Well, we always begin by a very general kind of relaxed conversation, which is typically over a cup of coffee. Uh, we meet at the local cafe, the French press cafe here in Orangeville. Yep. And uh, we sit down and we chit chat about ideas, things that we're both interested in, because we have done this without a podcast for a couple of years now where we just meet for not very long periods of time, sometimes only 20 minutes, half an hour over a cup of coffee and have a conversation. And uh,
1: it evolved from that. Yeah. So what we, we tend to do is sit down at the French press, right? We say, what are we going to do next? Yeah. Uh, ideas are brought forward. Oh, let's talk about freedom of speech. Oh, let's talk about the state of work in society. Let's talk about uh, cars. Yeah. Or what got your goat this week. Yeah, and what's current. Right. You know? And then we'll throw that back and forth, and we'll say, that's an idea. But how about this aspect of it that we don't talk about that much? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the topic right there. And then we arrive at it often sideways in our conversations, over top of the barista machine going,
0: shh, right, and the people exactly.
1: yakking in the background. We'll go, yeah, that's the one.
0: This is what we're going to do. And we'll actually feed an element into this podcast uh, that you actually recorded, unbeknownst to me, <laughs> at the time, That's right. Uh, which we will add just to give people an idea of that actual process. So, Those are the two key elements, the creative process meets the technical, art and technology. If if there's going to be one podcast that's going to really emphasize our title, it's going to be that, Creative
1: Process Technology and even the words of SIL. Uh-huh. You know, the crossover of those two things. How the title came together, because we had other titles, didn't we? Right. What was our first one again? Uh, tongue and Groove. Tongue and Groove. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but there was, there was a definite sexual <laughs> a lot of uh, entendre <laughs> there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a woman walks into a bar and asks for a double entendre, and the, so, the bartender gives it to her. her. <laughs> her. <laughs> he gives her tongue and groove. He gives her tongue and groove. So, and this is important for the listeners to, to understand that you know this environment with this noise and people and, part uh, is brush. part of it and that's why i'm recording this right no, now sure. so we're going to give them a little bit of this uh, as, a, okay. as a demo <laughs> of where these ideas are born and birthed and you know yeah. that we're in the community as we're creating this yes, yeah. these ideas exactly. and stuff okay so we're going to talk about how technology and creativity come together to create in general what we're doing as a podcast right okay
0: I have to say this, Harry, um, on a personal note, how much I enjoy the collaborative effort that we put out because it's, it's not only fun, I love the way we take not only our similarities but our differences and make them work. So I love sometimes that we just throw ideas around. We don't really compete with each other. We kind of say, hey, that's a good idea or let's change this or what about this or what about that? And I love the way we just kind of create things out of nothing. Uh, and then the kind of enthusiasm as we connect more and more on something, how the enthusiasm builds and eventually leads to what we're doing right now.
1: I am the Eggman. You are the Eggman. I am the Eggman. I am the the Walrus. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Yeah, I mean, as this thing evolved, it took a number of episodes, maybe half of them, on the way to 52, before I realized what this podcast was about. And it was Mm -hmm. about the art of conversation. Not so much about the topics, particularly, but about the way these issues can be discussed in a civilized, respectful Mm -hmm. way, thoughtful, interesting, funny, educational, entertaining. uh, And that it was about that, not so much about arriving at a finished uh, point of view, let's say.
0: Exactly. Like be the person... That you want to be
1: emulated. Yeah, and that's the art artistic side of it and the technological side, as you've talked about, involves setting up this studio. It involves the post-production, which people don't realize how much work goes into that, and you can maybe talk about that as well.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting one, because most people that uh, are not involved in this medium are not aware of the amount of time. And I'm saying this on the assumption that you basically know what you're doing. In other words, you understand the software, you understand the gear that you're working with, you understand the fundamentals of sound, and so on. Even knowing all that, the typical ratio, even if you speak to professionals in the field, it's a five to 10 to one ratio. So for every minute of finished product, you're spending five or 10 minutes either in pre-production or post-production setups or work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So a 20-minute podcast really can take four or five hours when you account for all the time. And remember that in our situation, we do it all. Yeah. Uh, I'm the webmaster, uh, editor, you're the writer, uh, we speak together, There's, we do everything from A to Z. Very few people do that.
1: Yeah, right. And whether it's us doing it or major networks putting out podcasts like CBC, etc., mm-hmm. um, the art of podcasting has grown substantially, exponentially hasn't it, over the last few years? Yeah, How was, does that stand now?
0: It, it was quite gradual for a number of years. The initial podcast uh, apparently was about uh, 2004 in its kind of primitive form, and it, it moved it along at a very gradual pace. It's really only spiked in the last year or two, and there's a correlation with that spike that has to do with mobile technology. So mm-hmm. uh, smartphones, you know, the ubiquitous uh, smartphone, has given a podcast a whole other platform. Mm -hmm. The ease of getting information to people and the ease with which it's consumed once people become familiar with the technology. Now, for millennials, it's a no-brainer. The trick for our age group, It's a little different in that it's available, but they still are mastering the art of getting around their devices and learning how to make things uh, easy.
1: Yeah, and and really it is easy. It's almost as easy as someone in the 1940s turning on a radio and with the family sitting around the radio and listening to some sort of theatrical presentation or storyteller or whatever. In a weird way, this feels like a throwback to those days before television.
0: Well, it is. It's kind of uh, reminiscent of the fire Side chats that Roosevelt had in the 30s and 40s. It's, it's, right. <laughs> you're picking a subject and you're actually talking. People are gathering around to listen. And that's one of the things that fascinates me about audio period, because it's been a love of mine since I was a young kid, is the fact that you don't have to be absorbed to listen. If you're watching a movie, you have to sit there and watch the movie. You can't do anything else. Right. With audio, you can be doing any number of things, cooking, uh, dusting your shelves, whatever it is, and you can be listening Mm -hmm. um, and getting a lot out of it. And for me, it's also the part of it that I really love is that your mind is allowed to work. Hearing something is very different from seeing something, seeing it's a foregone conclusion. You're, You're matching the audio to what you're seeing, but... With audio, each
1: one of us can create our own image. And we can have different voices, we can bring different uh, guests. We've done this too. Box, box. So, what's your story?
0: Why does everybody want to add podcasting to their resume? Well, audio is definitely a really interesting platform. It is so easy to consume. I mean, we all definitely have our favorite radio stations when we have a commute. So since some of us really like talk radio, why wouldn't we listen to more niche podcasts where we can actually hear something we wanted to learn anyway? It is so simple now to just... Hook up your iPod or your iPhone to your car and listen on the radio to iTunes or any other app. With podcasting, you get great conversation, something that can't be replaced by blog posts or even three-minute videos. Sometimes it's some of the best revelations I've ever had, just sitting down and talking with somebody, just chatting. And to record that and share it with the rest of the world, everybody wins. Box,
1: box. Just to let people know, there's been an evolution here. This 50-second podcast is quite different from the very first few we did that actually didn't make it into the main sequence of podcasts because of
0: audio issues, etc. Yeah, just trying to figure things out. Yeah, those good,
1: good content, but yeah. the audio issues said, you know what? Yeah. Let's not do this. Yeah. Um, we began with a different name than right. the cell. We started off with tongue and groove, tongue but- and groove, which, <laughs> 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 because of the innuendo yeah. involved, at a certain point we think, Meh, maybe we shouldn't. Uh, we should change that. An, an innuendo, by the way, which is close to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Innuendo.
0: And uh, and how do we come across the sill? Well, the sill came to me as an idea, which we, I then discussed with you. And, and there were a couple of things. Number one, I wanted something that was short and sweet and something that was sort of representative of the subject matter or the uh, logo that would be accompanying this podcast. The sill being that middle, like the sill on a door or a window that separates two things. In our mm. case, it was art and technology. And, right. And the logo sort of expresses that, but that's a more complicated response to my own thought process and the ones that you and I agreed to and discussed. Really, for me, at the very base of it was simplicity, mm-hmm. the sill. Yeah. If they didn't understand why the art or anything else, they would know the
1: podcast with a very
0: simple term.
1: Yeah. There are podcasts like WTF, yeah. you know, and names are important. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Titles Mm -hmm. uh, for podcasts. So we came up with the cell in the ones we didn't uh, upload. We kind of went overboard and uh, I searched for excerpts from different television shows or monologues Mm -hmm. or comedians. And we put a lot of inserts in Mm -hmm. to kind of try to spice up the thing, because the idea was to kind of keep people connected. We felt we needed different voices brought in. So we did that, kind of overboard, mm-hmm. and then decided as we evolved to take those out right. and to let the conversation mainly stand on its own, but break it up with little musical interludes.
0: Yes. And that's a very good point what you're bringing up, though, because that's very important. Because for me, personally, w- w- when I approached you with the idea of doing the podcast, what was important for me is to be true to self without getting caught up in a lot of the glorification that some podcasts attempt, which in itself, there's nothing wrong with that, but... That's not who I am. I'm no. not a flashy type of person, and there's nothing wrong with being that, but I wanted to be true to myself. So, yeah. The Sill was not some glamorous title, but it reflected what I was trying to or what I was hoping to create. So
1: Right. And then, being a, a dialogue a two-ness to it, and we thought, you know, maybe a 3 a threeness would be even more interesting, to bring in a third voice somehow, whether that's an interview mm-hmm. or whether that's something else. And we came up with this idea of Vox Box, right. which would be a kind of an insert, another voice from somewhere else, kind of commenting about... The topic in a different way from their direction. Mm -hmm. And it would be like a break from us boring old farts jabbering (laughs) away at each other.
0: Well, half the trick of podcasts, everybody initiates a podcast. Very few people listen to it in its entirety. So that's part of the trick is how do you maintain interest? How do you maintain a person's keenness to actually listen to the end of the podcast? And you may or may not succeed, but the more elements I think you bring in Uh, break the monotony, so to speak, because it's very difficult to be objective about your own work.
1: Yeah, and we can even talk about the beginnings and endings of each of our podcasts, which we kind of uh, formalized in a way, right? We yep. had that ba ba, ba 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 da ba da ba, da ba, ba, ba yeah. Yeah. and I recorded, I don't know, about 15 versions of that right. in my closet on my little task cam. And then we did post-edit. And- did post-edit. You made this thing sound, my voice sound more full and wonderful yeah. and melodic, and then we added in the music that you found. From the net somewhere,
0: yeah, I gave right? credit to of an individual who creates all this custom music. That was my right. way of uh, saying thank you as well, and because I do support other people in the industry that are behind this whole idea of working together and creating things because right. ultimately, for me, that was also part of the process and part of my learning. yeah, I was putting in elements that I otherwise would not probably have done. Had I been working alone and you came with a a bit of an artistic flair or you're more apt to try something that's more abstract. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have that in me, but it's, it's not typically part of my nature to go there. I go more for the functionality mm-hmm. part of it. So it's, it's a great marriage of uh, yeah. differences.
1: And then we came up with uh, starting off the actual podcast with a piece of music that relates to the topic in some form, and then yes. finishing with maybe part of that same music again to kind of bookend the podcast, yeah. to enclose it in a way.
0: I think Beethoven is a great place to start beethoven what beethoven why because beethoven 's breakfast was coffee no yes, you can look this up on the internet okay he I will. made it himself, yeah with great care. He determined there would be 60 beans per cup, <laughs> and he often counted them out one by one for a precise dose. A real bean counter, a eh? A real bean counter.
1: That's one of my joys in doing this podcast, is when we sit down and go, what are we going to have for music exactly.
0: today? Exactly. It adds a flavor, and it also sets things up, because when I'm looking at those elements, I'm not only looking for continuity, we're also looking at it from the perspective of making sense of the topic because yeah. we can meander quite a bit within the conversation mm-hmm. uh, so really what's it about it, and it, it does set up a kind of i think it's not laborious
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, overly serious. Because you know, serious. fun and humor is really, really important. I think in any conversation, not just a podcast. So we try to bring in fun as long humor. as it's sincere. Oh like, uh, yeah, and I think it always is, and it bubbles up spontaneously. Yeah, for we sure. do silly things at our endings often. We do this thing with Hockley yeah. Valley Coffee at the beginnings often, yeah. <laughs> which is a lot of fun too.
0: But it's also based in truth. Uh, yeah, that's what makes it fun for me. There's sure. truth, but it's looking at it from a lighter perspective. Yeah, which for me. Is part of my learning because right. I tend to be a more serious individual. And I've said this to you before. It's funny how listeners might get a very different idea of who we are by listening to the podcast. You're perceived as a much lighter type yeah. individual. I tend to come across a lot more serious. And yet, and in yet. a lot of our
1: podcasts... Your views are more pessimistic than mine That's true (laughs) I have a dark sense of humor too underneath it all I love it And then you're the one who suggested at one point Why don't you do a voice of a guest Like you can be a guest and you could do another voice And uh, I did that a couple of times With good old Lizzie Pinkyweather Which we'll give you a sample of
0: Lizzie uh, Pinkyweather Why don't we talk to her directly And just get it right from her And uh, see what she has to say about this whole thing Sure,
1: let let me just grab her Lizzie, Lizzie Come on in. Come on in. Dear. Come
0: on in. Come on in. Lizzie, how are you?
1: Hello, dearie.
0: Hey, nice to see you.
1: Nice to see you.
0: Harry was mentioning to me that ah. the two of you were having a chat in the back, uh, that we were talking about the subject of uh, marijuana, and then we yeah. thought, we talked to you directly.
1: Well, that's wonderful. Yeah. I'm so happy to be here.
0: Yeah. You're 94. Yes. Yeah. So you were born in uh, 1922. Mm-hmm. You told us that your first experience, you were in your early 20s, which would have made it around the time of the Second World War.
1: That's right. Uh,
0: for those of you who are trying to picture this in terms of history. Uh, historical time zones. Mm -hmm. Marijuana, whether in its actual physical form or the effect that it had on you and the way you were feeling, do you think it added to your longevity?
1: Oh, absolutely. It made life much more bearable. Uh, The sex with Horace was wonderful, I have
0: to say. And by the way, when, when did Horace leave us? Oh, 15 years ago. 15 years ago. So Horace would have been Approximately 80. Or- That's right.
1: And, you know, when he discovered that I was smoking marijuana, at first he didn't like it very much. I have to admit. But the sex, the sex was so good. Yes. That he came around.
0: He came around. He came Literally around, and figuratively.
1: Literally and figuratively. Yes. Oh, you nutty boy. <laughs> oh. And uh, good old Tony Clifton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony. I- <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Tony Clifton. Hey, hey, how you doing? Nice to see you over there. Uh, Thank you. Uh, What's your name? Peter what? Peter what? No, No, Che. I can make a joke. You're Italian, right? Yes, I am. I can make a, I'm not going to make a joke. You're too funny. You're too funny. <laughs> Get him off the stage. Get him off the stage.
0: <laughs> and that's what I love because the first time I saw you perform, Harry, which I have to say was one of the reasons why I approached you for the podcast is because I saw that element. I saw that element of performance yeah. and fun. Yeah. And even though I'm probably capable of doing voices and whatnot, I need to do it kind of in the spur of the moment. I'm not one that opens that side of myself up so easily, right? And that's part of the fun here, because once you start doing it, Mm -hmm. then suddenly I go into my wacky side, which is rare. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it feels great to be able to do
1: it. And I wonder if uh, we can give them a little sample of your wacky side. I think we probably (laughs) have something to share with you. Here it is. So the long and the short is we need our sleep. (whistles) Yeah, that's how they sleep The art of conversation I think that's mm. really for me What it's about And for me That means listening That we listen to each other Yes We don't try to talk over each other To get our ideas across But we mm-hmm. listen respectfully And we also allow to come up And bubble up ideas and thoughts that wouldn't have happened otherwise. I know many times we've had this conversation about some topic, and issue, whether it's uh, cockamamie soup <laughs> yeah. or freedom of speech or whatever, and something has come up that's been so out there, and I thought, yeah, who knows, and then just throw it out. Yeah. Um, so to, that's the joy for me is, is that these moments where surprises happen, where unexpected words bubble up and out. The ad-libbing
0: is yeah. the most, for me, the best part of the podcast.
1: Yeah, so we try not to over-rehearse, so we'll sit down in advance at the French press and we'll talk about covering this aspect of the topic and that and make sure we mm-hmm. kind of cover those things, but the rest of it we leave open. It's kind of like jazz. Yeah. Right? You hit yeah. certain marks yeah. and then you riff between the marks.
0: Yeah. And that's been one of the greatest lessons of this, maintaining that flexibility. It's almost like a dance or a sport. You train, you practice, but then
1: there's the moment. And all of that comes together. It's a great way to move around. And very, very early on, we really came up with the idea that this thing we're doing, it's about story. Yes. It's oh, about story. It's, definitely. It's about the big stories, the issues of the world, but it's also about our personal histories and our personal stories. Yes. You know, when we did that episode on music, yeah. it was all about- One of my favorites. Yeah, me too. It was very much about our personal relationship to the music that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. I mean, we gave people a sense of the history of music, et cetera, and where it's gone to, but our own personal stories of where we were at when the Beatles were singing Sergeant Pepper exactly. uh, or whatever really brings it home. And I think- Uh, We do that for the listener to be grounded as well in experience and not just keep the ideas abstract.
0: And not to get overly serious on you here, but for me, uh, one of the prime drivers for the creation and the continuation of this podcast is that if any listener gets anything out of it, whether it's five seconds of entertainment, a piece of information that they didn't have, something that gives them even a little bit of light. Yeah. That's what I measure the success of the podcast by, for me personally.
1: Sure. And for me, the listener has to chuckle at least once. Uh-huh. Like, you know, when we did our um, Three Stooges thing in the Slumberland <laughs> right, episode. Right. To me, that's one of my favorite little moments where we just kind of let it go.
0: That was definitely spontaneous.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Very wacky. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it brings back so many memories too, right? I mean, yeah. the, there is a, a tremendous cathartic value, I find. And God knows we've saved ourselves thousands of dollars in psychiatric bills doing
1: this podcast. (laughs) Right. And I hope people get the sense that they're basically listening in on a very lovely, intimate, respectful conversation, that that's what people get as their experience, a listening in on something. Not that they're being told from on top of a mountain, this is how you have to think. Exactly. But listen in to this little conversation, and if you get something out of it, that's great. If you get a laugh, that's great. Whatever you get. And that's why we do this thing from my point of view.
0: Yeah, yeah. So where do you see this going a year from now, Harry? In what sense? We've done 52 episodes. We've ad lib, created, done any number of things on the way. How do you see the next year unfolding?
1: Well... I think that what we do is sort of in lockstep with the world itself. And there will be, of course, many, many things happen over the next year, which mm. some of which will be wonderful and some of which will be terrible. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about all of those things over the next year, no doubt. And no doubt, we'll also evolve the podcast and how it unfolds and what we bring into it. For example, in the last four or five episodes, alternately, we've brought in voices from outside interviews it's called the undefinable spirit yes it's a little series of interviews with people in our immediate community yes but we could broaden that eventually right and to give uh, listeners a sense for the people in our particular area and how interesting and amazing they are and their ideas
0: Mm -hmm. which when we began this process that was the initial idea was to work from a local outward not the other way around but but because of who we are yeah because we're interested in so many things yeah it was very difficult for us to maintain any kind of a local focus in the beginning because we
1: just had so many things we wanted to explore and because i'm coming from the artistic side of things the arts don't recognize boundaries in general Mm -hmm. and so it's very very hard for me to say oh we should only talk about local issues with local people the world is at our fingertips because of technology the world is here and it's everywhere. And so there's no reason why we can't talk like we are on the other side of the planet.
0: And I must admit, part of me also wants to kind of transcend generations. When we talk, I'm even though our subject matter seems to be geared more towards our own age group, I'm hoping that It crosses many lines that way and that anyone listening gets something out of it. Because for me, I'm very big on trying to tie the generations, especially given that we're kind of next in the closing generations. The people that we know now who are in their 80s and 90s are phasing out and we're the next group to go there. And we've got a whole two or three generations behind us, and I think it's important to share ideas. And to
1: <laughs> we better finish this podcast yeah. with a current <laughs> tune that people recognize that is not from the 60s or 70s.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm hoping that everyone gets something out of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's for everyone. hmm Amen, I say to that. But it is not an easy road, my friend. That's a great ending. I think we got it. Wow. <laughs> Did I just say that? Yes, you did. You <laughs> sounded like Clint Eastwood or something. Right? It's not an easy role, my friend. <laughs>
0: The Sill Podcast. Perspectives on art and technology is a Connecting Dots Media production. Available at thesillpodcast.com.